We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Rotowire Dynasty Podcast is back. We are sponsored by Underdog Fantasy, the best place to play best ball. I'm Alan Soslowski of Rotowire.com. And joining me is the geek from the Sharp app at F Football Geek. You know him from DFS Army. And today, Geek, we are going to do a 12-team Superflex Dynasty Startup. One of the most common questions that we get over on the Rotowire YouTube page, over on Rotowire.com, is you know, how, what's draft structure? What should we take running backs? And I guess the best way to demonstrate all this geek is to put what we've been doing for the last, you know, decade into practice for the people. You gotta, you gotta, you know, the whole thing with, with drafting dynasty teams, regular team, anything else is you got to do it a few times to get a sense of, you know, where players are going to be, where they're going to fall. When when do the elite wide receivers go? How, you know, how does my team look if I if I target running backs early or if I avoid quarterback? Can I still have a super flex? That that is the key. I, I especially think the thing that gets people says is the quarterback position in super flex. It really does. Yeah, because- and this and this year more than any that there's like an elite five or six or four or five or six, and then it's just like you're in no man's land that much quicker. The drop-off at quarterback is insane. And, and as a matter of fact, if you're in a dynasty super flex league and you have like three quarterbacks, you're getting offers right now like crazy for your third guy because no one – you there are only 15 viable quarterbacks, says. And when you have a 12-team league, there has to be at least 24 that are starting. And then you want to back up. There's just not enough of them. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm like I'm, I'm happy to have – Andy Dalton still on my rosters. I'm happy to have, I mean, Kenny Pickett. Like I know he's starting this year, right? It's like these are guys that you're, that are probably QB 18, QB 22 in redraft ranks that you are static. Cause you just want a floor at that QB uh, two spot. So with that said, you're going to pick fourth. I'm going to pick 12th, uh, uh, ninth. We're going to, this is going to be a super flex league. We're three receivers, two running backs, a tight end, no premium on the tight end. And we're going to see where this goes. We're going to, yeah. you know, we might draft 10 rounds. We might draft 16 rounds. Uh, we're going to draft on, um, on against AI for the other spots, meaning that the software for uh, the website uh, will, should draft according to ADP, which is good. So here, I'm just going to put us down here. I'm going to start this draft geek. Let's see if this, let's see if this AI is any good. Okay. Chat GPT running this thing. <laughs> there All we right. go. 
Wait, hold on one second. Let me just make sure I get. No, see, okay, that doesn't work here. I just want to get make sure that I can people can see it. So first three picks off the board, geek, were Josh, uh, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow. I think in most drafts, those are definitely going to be three of the top five picks. So so far, so good. Win for the for bots. Yeah, I I, I want to disagree with um pick three. I mean, come Burrow. on, you're not going to. It's so, only because someone will do that here. But like this is Jalen Hurts territory, and so you know the first three picks. Three quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts still on the board. Well, here's uh, here's the case for Joe Burrow. He, you know, he's got the Jamar Chase, who's arguably the best receiver in fantasy football in football, or going to be for the next decade. Joe Burrow is, you know, he's getting the long term contract. Jalen Hurts still hasn't gotten it yet, which he's going to. But yeah, I mean, and also that the Burrow style quarterback seems to have a little bit more durability. Probably will last longer than than Hurts, but Hurts delivers higher. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Average production. He's more elite of a player. And of course, I'm taking Jalen Hurts here. Very, very easy pick. Um, again, we just discussed the yeah. lack of elite options at quarterback. Right. So whack it. Round two, hit they're it. dead. They're gone. So, and yeah. by the way, yeah, that just hit it because we oh, have a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, you actually got to make the pick. Actually, I have to hit the button. Okay. So then after that, um, you know, the Justin Herbert goes, uh, Jamar Chase, uh, and Justin Jefferson and Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I expect that to be the top eight in every single draft. Um, you know, this year more than ever, the, the running backs are, yeah, you could have your running back one. I could have my running back one, but it's going to be different, right? Yeah. I, I, and I can't tell, and there's like a tier of top running backs, but you're not like overly excited to take those guys, uh, in, in uh, in Superflex, I do not want to be left out in the cold here. I still see Lamar Jackson as a top elite running back for fantasy football. I know you don't love him as much. I don't love him as much, but he's going to get the big contract, so I'm going to take him. Let's let's jump into that for a second. Where's the teardrop? I think I would have taken Fields there, by the way. But where where where's the teardrop for you? Like it's just it's Herbert, and then or Lawrence is Lawrence in that sort of top yes one two tier. He's he's not in the Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Turks tier or Herbert, but he's clearly either at the bottom of that tier or the beginning of the next or the I, top of the next tier. I, I think it's I think it's the first four. To me, Herbert, Lawrence, Jackson Fields, probably the second tier. And uh, but with Jackson borderline in that in that second tier for me. Um, now, right, as so you can see, see you, you asked about Fields. Fields, they're, they're think Chicago's thinking about taking a quarterback at one. In fact, I think that that's the more likely scenario at this point. So if Justin, if, uh, if Justin Fields gets traded, that's good. We want that. But the, right now, if we're drafting today, and this is before the real NFL draft, we could have a situation where both Fields and Bryce Young, or whoever their quarterback one is, are both on the roster. To me, that's enough to move off him with my first-round pick. Now, you know, I do not expect that to happen. I, I I will be absolutely shocked beyond yeah. all recognition if Chicago takes a quarterback with that pick number. I, oh yeah, I no, I th- shocked to a level that you you can't even imagine. That would I think it's likely wrong. to happen. I think that Justin Fields, because he's already you know in going to what year three or four or three on that contract, that they want to reset the clock given where they are in the rebuild timeline. But that's fine, you know. I mean, you know, those are going to be the next two players off the board. After that, C.D. Lamb, Brees Hall, McCaffrey. So the guy in the end goes running back, running back. You know, Brees Hall, McCaffrey. That's not a bad way to start. Taylor and Bijan Robinson. Robin, let's talk about Bijan Robinson for a second here. Unlanded. But he's going. This is the spot that he's going right now, Geek. I mean, we've seen the unlanded 
big-time prospect go in the first round of Dynasty drafts before, Zeke Elliott, Barkley. Do you think that just from, you know, is would you take the risk here on Bijan at this point in the early second round? Absolutely. Yeah. No question. Wherever he's going, it's a team that's going to feature him. It just doesn't – you're going to have to pay too much draft capital to get him. He's probably an end of the first round running back or somewhere in that second half of the first round even. But wherever he goes, he's going to be featured. I have no worries with him. And you just want youth. Look how well Brees Hall was doing before he got hurt last year. You want this youth uh, at the running back position. And um, you're in an interesting dilemma now. And by the way, uh, my, it's easy for me here. This is an easy pick. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm curious to which way you go with it. What did we just say at the top of this podcast? What's the, the most uh, influx position right now where there's no certainty? Right. So which quarterback am I going to take right now that's still available to me that you and I both consider an elite top six option? I, I, it's got to be Deshaun Watson. There you go, yeah. my friend. That, Deshaun just, Watson. What do we know about elite quarterbacks, Geek? They tend to stay elite, right? Great quarterbacks stay great. All I, the I same- want to point out what I think was a mistake here in the, in the, um, in the rankings and, and where I think it's a massive mistake across all rankings. And that's A.J. Brown. Um, being ranked where he's at. And it's not that I don't love AJ Brown. I just, I've been saying this all season or, or most of the second half of the season. I'm not sure AJ Brown is a better fantasy asset than Devonte Smith. who you can get two rounds later. And it just, it's, it's just not, I, I don't think he's the number one. I think Smith might be the number one on that team. That's I a great call around there. I, you um, know, and you, I normally, I love to disagree with you, but I'm not going to make uh, a, like a 12 or 15 pick distinction between Brown and, and especially with the age, right? Brown's going to be 26. It, it's and, something's not clicking for me here. This, they, Brown is not better than, than Smith. They are the same guy or Smith might be better. All right. Well, I took Deshaun Watson. Now I've got my quarterback secure. I can, you know, that that's just how I play Superflex is I want two great quarterbacks who can't, who will be there. Give me that three to five, maybe longer year projection. Uh, Kyler Murray goes off the board after that. You said AJ Brown, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle, I think, is in play anywhere from wide receiver three uh, up to wide receiver three. Now I'll have him more like six or seven, but if someone took him as the third wide receiver off the board, I would have no problem with that ahead of CD lamb. Uh, you, uh, Dak Prescott goes to the same, uh, manager who took Justin Herbert. So you're on the clock. You took Jalen hurts at the first, uh, your first pick at 1.4. Uh, how are you going to go right here in the second round? You know, it's funny. This is a really weird, weird spot, right? And I just want to point out what I'm looking at on the board to, to clarify. Um, at the quarterback position now, it's there's really no secure player. I would love to say Tua right here, um, but are we sure Tua is ever going to play again? I, I what happens if he gets a concussion in week one? There it is. So there's a lot of risk now, more risk than I'm comfortable with Tua. I don't really like the rookie quarterbacks enough at this moment in time to feel comfortable using a second round pick on one of them, and that is making putting make it a little weird here. So we got to yeah. go away from running back. Um, the elite. Uh, wide receivers are are still floating around. There still seems to be a bunch of them. Um, I am going with Kenny Walker here. Um, I'm going to take youth at the running back position. Um, I I, I, I want to keep it young. So no, nothing trades better in non superflex than 21 year old star running backs. He's my running back one. I love the pick. Um, so right after that, Amon Ross St. Brown goes Austin Eckler. Somebody saying screw age Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs. Um, then we have, then Barkley goes, uh, and then right after that Bryce Young goes. So you're back on the clock. Now 
what besides Walker, were you considering Amon Ross St. Brown who went right after after that pick, or was he not in consideration for you? Uh, he was, but I was actually looking between him and one other wide receiver, and it's funny, none of them were Hill or Diggs. Yeah, well, those guys are the age 30 guys, age 29 guys, and they're going to be great for fantasy football. It's just that when you're doing dynasty, you have to make that balance, right? I mean, those are going to be every year. It, like last year, it was the under, it was the age 26, 27 running backs that fell, right? It was the Dalvin Cooks, uh, um, Leonard Fournette, uh, Derek Henry. But now that the wide receivers are getting older, the running backs are getting pushed up. See, and and by, the same thing with Amon Ra is what I said about Jalen Waddle. If someone took Amon Ra St. Brown at wide receiver three, I would have no problem with that. You know, I'm, I'm taking both Amon Ra and Jalen Waddle above CeeDee Lamb. But if someone says, hey, Lamb is my number three, no problem with it. I'm going to throw a name out there right now where I could have taken him ahead of Waddle. So I'm putting in Garrett Wilson, and yeah. this is not a Jet Homer pick by any stretch of the imagination. I think Wilson showed himself to be a, a, a lead wide receiver, a WR1 in alpha. He's super young, and the Jets figure it out at quarterback this year one way or another. So a little risk because we don't know what the quarterback situation holds for my beloved Jets, but I'm pretty confident it's either it's going to be a veteran, and, you know, give me Garoppolo, give me Derek Carr, give me... Um, hopefully Aaron Rodgers or something like that. Fine by me. Fine by me. Fair enough, man. Fair like enough. And, and I, said to Rachel, <laughs> fine by me. All right. There you go. As you see, right after your pick there, Cooper Cup goes, uh, T Higgins. Uh, interesting situation for T Higgins coming up. If, if he'll be able to stay in Cincinnati or not, Travis Kelsey goes as the title and one off the board. Hard to argue with that, man. Age 34, third round. I'm still doing it myself as the tight end one. He is a, you know, he's literally a league winner in redraft. I wouldn't be shocked if someone took him as the number one overall pick. Travis Etienne goes right after that. So I'm on the clock after taking two quarterbacks. I have a decision to make here. And I'll tell you what, Geek, I'm, I'm definitely taking a wide receiver here. And these are my three considerations. I'm thinking about Devontae Adams, hoping that Aaron Rodgers possibly ends up there. But he's age 30. This is Dynasty. Uh, so I'm really talking about uh, Drake London or Devontae Smith. Now, we talked about Smith a moment ago. Uh, the, the advantage of Smith, you know, only 24 years old. I mean, he is a co-number one in that offense. You and I just talked about that. Drake London is the guy, 21 years old, and finished the season, man, really strong. And all they need to do is upgrade the quarterback to something middling. Like, you know, we use Andy Dalton, Taylor Heineke, someone like that. And we're cooking with hot grease there. So I'm going to take Drake London as my pick right there. Again, you can assume that um, London will get like uh, an upgrade at quarterback one way or another. And look at this. Smith comes back to me. But just to let the uh, the podcast audience know, uh, Tua goes, Kyle Pitts, who I was also considering, DK, CJ Stroud goes, Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Swift, who I think that's a little bit too early for Swift at this point. So, all right. So Devontae Smith comes back to me. I will happily take him there. Do you agree with that over Chris Olave? Yes, definitely. Um, I, I think with Devontae, you're getting a, a very much a known quantity. He is a stud. And it is a known quantity. So I, I definitely like that ahead of um, uh, Olave. And, and, you know, uh, so here we got injured um, Will, uh, Williams, uh, the running back for Denver. Right. In the fourth round, though, you're fine. Javante Williams is totally fine there. Um, when he comes back, he's going to be great. Yeah. And there's Hawkinson off the board, interestingly, ahead of Mark Andrews. 
Yeah, well, I mean, look how we finished the season. You know, people aren't certain that Lamar Jackson's going to be back in Baltimore. So I understand that. We know what the situation is. Adam Thielen recently said that he may not be back with the team. That only solidifies Hawkinson as the number two target, if he's not already. And then, you know, we, we don't want to skip over that Devontae Adams went in between those two guys. So you're on the clock here. You took Jalen Hurts, and then you took your 21-year-old running back in Kenneth Walker, and then Garrett Wilson, who I think that <laughs> that's going to end up being. I have to readjust me. I, will, I need to push Wilson up a little bit here, especially if they get a, you know, They're they will home. get a good a solid yeah, yeah. quarterback. I didn't get the bargain. So in my perfect world, you get the bargain on it. Like an early dynasty draft like this, you want to get like the bargain price on the guy because everybody's wondering, are they going to get a quarter? Of course they're getting a quarterback. They're not going to go into the season without one. They're going to get, they're going to get now. Could it be Andy Dalton? Hope not, but you know that would, that what? wouldn't be great. Um, is, I'm going with the rookie here. Is there a the way, way for me to make this larger, this, this, uh, here, let me just, sorry for the people looking on the screen here. Let me you see if I can work with your technical difficulties. Go so ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Talk me through it here. I'm just keeping it young at wide receiver guys. I'm keeping it young. I'm going with the rookie. So you took Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yes. Yeah. That's and good. You know what? He's probably going to be a top 10 pick. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's going to be the wide receiver one off the board. There's no yeah. question about that. Give me that guy. So I'm building a youthful team here. Now, one of the things you and I talk about a lot on these dynasty um, drafts is are, are you building for youth? Are you building to win now? And I, I kind of like a, a combination, but I want win now players that are young. Yeah, so I can get that. The bargains Jay. have not been falling here. And I think partially maybe that's because AI is driving some of this. Sometimes you get into like a, I a told you the AI here is pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. It, no, it's doing, it's doing it right. But I feel like if you get the right group, they'll just drop the Devonte Adams, like multiple rounds beyond where they need to go. And those kind of players, they'll drop a lot further than, um, where they're dropping here when it becomes yeah, extreme value. Before you make this pick, though, I like that you took JSN, the the rookie wide receiver coming out of Ohio State. I mean, you have to figure he's going to a spot where he's going to be the guy. If not, you know, I, th these rookie wide receivers, they just immediately uh, contribute now uh, if they're given the opportunity. And they're just, they're so good. It's unbelievable, man. Uh, then Najee, Nick Chubb, Mark Andrews, uh, Jameer Gibbs, the second rookie running back off the board at 5.1. Uh, I'm not so sure that he's going to be my rookie running back number two, but for now, I know that's the, where the consensus is forming. Uh, Christian Watson, man, you know, what what a tale of two seasons for him, but I like that pick there at 5-2. Debo Samuel, not so sure I would take him there, but sure, why not? That's where his ADP is. So you got your two young receivers. You are building a really – this is a, a well-built team for you, Geek, with Jalen Hurts as your anchor. There's still plenty. You could see even the AI understood that the quarterback value just totally dipped. So now you have your two young receivers. You're running back. Where are you going to go with your fifth pick? So I'm playing a little bit of roulette here at the quarterback position. Kind of hoping that I can I can take my chance for one more one more go around uh, for my can. for my QB two. I got some names in mind, but I'm it's a little bit of it's a little scary. I'm not going to lie, a little yeah. scary. Sometimes well, you who, who are you thinking about? Like if you were to, you if you were definitely going to take a quarterback, who would it be? I mean, I like Daniel Jones, and I, I, he's he's yeah. way down the list. And, and I, I mean, I, I, you know, he's just on the, uh, so I use the ranking as a guide and ADP as a guide. Right. Mm -hmm. And normally for me, I have Daniel Jones well above who's on the board. You know what? I think it's too risky. I'm taking him. I'm going to jump ADP here. We'll see what happens for the, for the sake of this exercise. Right. Yeah, do you if, you don't, if you don't, if you don't get him, if you don't get him, I'll, re I'll rewind it. Cause I'm the one pushing you. 
to do. Okay. All right. You know what? So for me, I have Daniel Jones ranked next, and this is where I would grab him. I'd be very comfortable going into the season with Hertz and Jones as my quarterback tandem, right? But because of ADP, and this is an important way that people should be drafting, like check the ADP, check rankings. If, if, <laughs> there's, no, there's no reverse button here. So just no, know. Oh, all right. So we'll see. We might get screwed here. So if we go away from that, I'm going to go with Traylon Burks. Uh, no. Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman. Yeah. Yeah. Another wide receiver, build him young. Um, the Colts are another team that wait, you're not gonna take Daniel Jones. Why don't you play this how you would take it? Because people oh. do they they you know you they know you're uh, a great dynasty much. player. Uh, so so. Then at that point, I would take Daniel Jones here. So let me let me grab yeah, there we go. Oh, oh so you it took Pittman. It took yeah, I had it. Let's error. see what happens here. So right. I had an error on screen. So let's see. That's fine, happens. that's fine. This works out. This is better for the exercise. So you took Pittman, Ramondre Stevenson, who I'm a little scared off, but you have to like fifth uh, fifth round in a super flex, flex for him. Trey Lance, who's now come back into favor. He goes at 5'6", Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook. I See, don't this get is- the Dalvin Cook thing here. Uh, you know, there, there's some question marks here. But but you do start to notice here, this round, the, the talent's starting to drop off. It's getting a little sketchy. Yeah. Still good wow. players, but a little sketchy here, right? Like Ramondre. What do you think about Ramondre? Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not drafting Ramondre at his ADP. There's, there's too many things that he has to dodge here, and he didn't have like a great end of season. You know, he fumbled in a high profile game. Now, again, I'm not saying just because he fumbled, but now with Damian Harris likely to leave, they're going to have Pierre Strong, Kevin yes, Harris into yes, the mix. Strong looked good uh, yeah. in, in a couple games at the end of the year. Yep, at the Shrine Bowl, the Patriots coaches were looking at um, at pass catching running backs. They've never really had a workhorse uh, running back, so it, it's there's too much that can go wrong with that for for me to feel comfortable taking Ramondre Stevenson. In you know, look, Derrick Henry. I know he's going to be 29 years old, but it's so easy to see him being productive for two more years. I mean, he's just he is the outlier. And in the fifth round, where I need a running back, I mean, he's going to go in the the first round top five, top eight pick in most uh, redraft leagues. So I just can't pass on him here, you know? Um, I, I want to point out, Dalvin Cook, I don't think Dalvin Cook's going to be with the Vikings. This nah, I, you know what it is? And I, that there's a lot of talk like that. So I'm not going to uh, slam you for saying that. But it just, why wouldn't he? They're not, they, they save about six million bucks from cutting him. But why would you cut him? He's like a key part of your team. And if you cut him, what are you replacing him with? You know what I'm saying? Like you need a good running back on your team. What and if they draft? What if they draft Bijan? I mean, he's going in the first round. You'd have to take him in the first round. They're not yeah, doing at that. The end, right at the. I mean, that's where they're going to be. They're at the end of the first round. That that guy will be available to the Vikings. And I think Dalvin Cook slowed down. I mean, he just was not yeah. dynamic this year. I think I agree with that. But they, you know, they draft. They they could backfill it with a lot of of the veterans that are out there. There's there's some guys on the roster. Um, yeah, sure. I, I it won't. Nothing surprises me anymore. I just I just don't think it makes sense. And put it this way: even if they cut Dalvin Cook and he's off the team, he's going to show up somewhere, right? What if he's the Arizona Cardinals lead running back and uh, James Conner doesn't come? He, back? he could do the Melvin Gordon or or like the, the James Conner and uh, the 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 Leonard Fournette, like yes. you know. Thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So he'll show up somewhere and he's not dead yet. Tony Pollard goes. Cowboys already said their franchise tagging Pollard, uh, but Zeke's going to be back there. They're going to restructure him. So fine. Pollard 510. Jamison Williams, Traylon Burks, George Kittle, Godwin. Uh, pretty good. Controversial. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not taking him there, but I know I understand why somebody would. 
Uh, so I'm back on the clock now. I have the two young receivers in London and Smith, the two my two quarterbacks, and Derrick Henry. So, Geek, I think I'm going to take Daniel Jones here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you should. But but seriously, I would. But, yeah. but I get your point. Yep. If you don't so, take him, I think he's going to be there for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not taking him because I'm not, you know, this. I'm drafting how I would draft. These and, rankings are, I, I to me, having Kenny Pickett ahead of Daniel Jones is just not correct. I mean, as of right now, you know, I mean, that could change, but Kenny Pickett is going to be the quarterback for the next couple of years. Daniel Jones, we don't know what the situation is. You know, you're, you're guessing. If, now, I agree with you. I would take Daniel Jones, but that's an actual contra. No, I mean, it's an actual decision that people are going to make. It's, yeah. it's clear cut to you and I. So this um, is who I'm considering here at this pick. Uh, I'm, since it's start three receivers. Let's I'm take thinking, a look at your team. Let's take yeah. a look at your team. So well, I just went over it. I said I got the two young receivers, two quarterbacks, and a running back. Yeah. One so running I'm, back. Youth at wide receiver, veteran win now quarterbacks. Yeah. So I'm either thinking about Dallas Goddard here just to get that tight end locked in. But you and I always talk about, man, it's like, who the hell wants to take a tight end? You're, you're always leaking value. So I'm going to be pretty high on Jerry Judy this year. He finished weeks 14 through 18 as the wide receiver one, not a wide receiver one, the wide receiver one. And that was buoyed by a three touchdown game. But still, man, you know, Cortland Sutton, other than that one year, he was kind of like, you know, has been kind of crap. Tim Patrick will be back, but I, I like Jerry Judy. Uh, I'm going to take him there. Um, and he's my third wide receiver. Dobbins goes immediately after. I was considering him. DJ Will Moore. Levis at yeah. quarterback, who might go first overall, goes um before. <laughs> so, I mean, this is an easy pick. I'm just going to make it. But mm -hmm. I want to I want to kind of point out, looking at the board right now, what things look like. So it came back around to me. There we go. After so, my Jones pick, yeah, um, Goddard, uh, another rookie wide receiver. Yeah, Quentin Johnston. Well, we'll learn about these rookies. Well, Quentin, here you go. So you got Kenny Pickett went right after Goddard, but Quentin Johnston, who's expected to be the second or third wide receiver off the board uh, at a TCU, he's you know he's a big-bodied guy, man. He's your prototypical wide receiver. There, he's going to be a polarizing guy, but he has been right now. He is the consensus wide receiver three. I know if you're listening to this and you do your own rookie analysis, he's not my wide receiver three. He's the consensus wide receiver three right now, and stuff will change after the combine. So I understand it. Brandon Ayuk, Alvin Kamara, Hollywood Brown, who I like there. Uh, so you're back on the board. you got three receivers. You have a running back. You have your two QBs. I'm just going to give you a little bit of my mindset right now for this pick, and I'm looking through what's available and what's going to be available the next couple rounds. Um, number one, wide receiver seems actually really deep. I'm seeing six, seven, eight names that I really like here. Even Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, sure, why not? Um, Jahan Dotson, Mari Cooper, lots of names still floating around that I, I, I think I like. Um, tight end, still pretty deep as well. Plenty of names, um, even, even down the board. I know Njoku's my, my backup in Evan Ingram. Those guys are kind of hanging around. I can wait on them. So I'm going to go running back here. Uh, I'll, I'll keep it youthful. At the running back position, I like to build around wide receivers. That's how I build my dynasty teams, quarterback, wide receiver. Kind of let the running back normally just fall into place. But if I can get some youth, and I'm deciding between Rashad White and Cam Akers right now, um, I'm going to go with White. But I don't know that that's the right call. I, I, I have a hard time. So I'm going to throw this over to you on the remaining running backs that were available just there. Did I do the right thing with White? I mean, is Cam Akers a better, a better pick there? I prefer Acres, but the consensus is white. A lot of smart rankers, you know, our friends at Rotowire, at, at our friends at Player Profile, Roster Watch, they all like uh, Rashad White there. 
I don't see it because the quarterback situation is a little in flux and Leonard Fournette's going to be there. And if he's not, they're not I just don't think he's going to be there. Okay. But even I, that, they're I, not, I do not think Leonard Fournette will be there, but I think th- what you said is correct. I don't know what their quarterback situation is going to look like, but I doubt it's going to be very good. Although maybe they get Garoppolo and they don't, you know, and they're fine. You, you know, like that could happen too. Yeah, that could happen as well. Uh, but they're also, they're going to hit the free agent market, right? They're not just going to have Rashad White be that lead running back. I can't, and if they are, I'd be surprised. Um, Danger. Uh, I, Akers, we saw how he finished the season as a workhorse running back that was able to score touchdowns in a suboptimal situation. Bring back a healthy Matt Stafford, bring back a healthy Cooper Cup. And Cam Akers, you know, he's the prospect that we thought he was. He's now a couple of years removed from the ACL. But listen, it, the consensus agrees with you. I, I, I'm i being getting Cam I have regrets even seconds after clicking the button. That's why I asked the question. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel good to click it. But I know I wanted a young running back. But it They're both young. Good. What's that? They're both young. Yeah, no, I know. I just have a little regrets now. Okay. All right, so Terry McLaurin, seventh round, hard to argue with that. Uh, Cousins and Anthony Richardson. Man, Anthony Richardson, the rookie QB out of Florida, he's got that mega nuclear upside. Jordan Addison, who is the is, develop, is becoming the consensus wide receiver, too, in this draft out of USC. Uh, I thought maybe the Giants would get him. It's seeming more and more that you're going to have to move up in the real NFL draft to get Addison. We had John Laub uh, on the Roadwire podcast last week, and he just said Addison's incredible. He said, think Devontae Smith. He said, think um, uh, just a guy who can get open deep later into the route. And if you have a quarterback like Daniel Jones who can scramble and find time, he said, this guy's just going to light up the league right off the bat. So I love that call. You've been doing the dynasty pods. You've been talking to some of the sharpest scouts, you know, guys at the at the senior bowl. You've been early in about listen, I'm still looking at this, you know, I'm still looking at other things. I haven't really focused my head in on the rookie class yet. How good is this upcoming rookie dynasty draft gonna be from a comparative standpoint? Obviously, last year actually worked out really much better than people thought, but in general. Going into it now, how excited are you about this rookie class? And and how deep is it? Are my second round picks going to be starters this year? Yeah, there is a great question. And this is the year to have second round picks. And why is because there's a big eight in my judgment in Superflex. So picks one through eight, you're going to be happy with that pick, a day one starter, or just something that you really is insulated value. Then here's why the second round picks geek are going to be valuable because starting at pick nine, Going all the way through about pick sixteen, it's they're it, they're indistinguishable right now, right from a value perspective. So, if you have those late ones or a couple of those, and you can go from pick nine and get back into the second round, go like get pick twelve and like sixteen, you're going to get basically two guys out of the same tier for the price of one. So those early seconds are going to be very valuable. Late seconds too. It's a very deep class. Doesn't have the super elite talent other than the ones that you already know about. Uh, but in, in the peak does drop off, but there's, it's a great year to have a pick seven, pick nine, pick six. You know, there is a big eight though. I'll give you that. It's a good time to be, it's a good year. If you had planned a rebuild around um, 2023 for existing leagues uh it sounds like but mm-hmm. again last year everybody panned the draft and said this is not a talented draft and man the hit rate was really good in the top eight or nine picks oh yeah no wide receivers busted you know um yeah. all right so here i'm again i'm looking at wide. i'm looking at tight end just to keep an eye on it and i'm not ready to go there yet uh wide receiver it, it still looks pretty deep 
so that means running back. Now, Cam Akers is the obvious pick here, but um, uh, recently on the Rotowire Dynasty podcast, uh, Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA was was the, he's 6'1", 220 pounds. He really is like a bruising back with speed. So it's going to be hard to – and he's going to be landing spot dependent. But if I'm being responsible, I think I'm still taking Cam Akers here. But Zach Charbonnet is somebody that I really want to keep an eye on here. I'm hoping he comes back to me. Yes, he's back there. So I'm going to get him as well. Um after, but after me, you know, Fryermuth, Russell Wilson, who's look at this guy at pick team 11, gets Russell Wilson and Goff after waiting on quarterback. I mean, there's something to be said for that. Wilson gets a little bit of a bump now with Sean Payton in town. Unbelievable value right there, Geek. I think, I think Wilson is less bad this year than he was this past season. <laughs> Hardly a ringing endorsement. That's as good as I can go. Yeah. All right. You're up. You now have that, now that Sean Payton has taken his personal coaching staff and trainer and 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 uh and and meditation guru out of the locker room i think things will get better over there all right before you make your pick i have to do a a commercial read for underdog fantasy but i don't think we would be doing underdog fantasy best ball drafts any uh any service they're they're great sponsors of this podcast if i just read the commercial so no better commercial than word of mouth geek in 25 seconds or less not a commercial just describe how great the experience is uh, for best ball and why people should play underdog yeah. um, in early 2023 drafts. Just super easy, super, super easy format to draft in. What I love about underdog is that they take things seriously, right? They're not pl- playing games. So right now, if you go on underdog or, or within, within a short period of time, there are contests that will be entire best ball season long leagues. That will end before the actual NFL draft. So in these next couple of months, you can enter best ball. You could do, there's no reason to why mock draft when you could pay $3 and actually be in a tournament for that mock, for that draft that you just did. That's what I always say. Enjoy it. Make real teams. If I'm going to spend 45 minutes, unless we're doing this, discussing it on a podcast, which I'm happy to do. If I'm going to spend my 35, 40 minutes drafting a team, I'm putting a three bucks on it over All right. or $5 on it. Love underdog. Yeah, so basically it's the best place to play best ball, which are these these drafts where you can play it for $3, $5. You can go into their big board game, which is $25. It's got you know m- millions of dollars worth of prizes. Uh, and just use code RWNFL. That's Rotowire NFL, RWNFL, and they'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. So you put in $100, they will give you 100 And also the link will be in the video description and the podcast description below. All right, underdog. You and I were one of their first thousand customers. We've been playing since their inception. There's no, it, we'll be doing some live underdog drafts on, on this live feed as well. Uh, when we take a break from some of the dynasty stuff during the week. All right, geek, you ready? We're doing a, a live dynasty mock draft. We are in round eight. I think we're going to go. Oh, we'll, we'll keep going here a little bit here. We're doing good. Uh, you have taken Jalen hurts, Ken Walker, Love this combo of Garrett Wilson, uh, JSN out of Ohio State. Michael Pittman. Wow, what a value. Um, Daniel Jones is your QB2 at 6.9. And the seventh round, a controversial pick with Rashad White, but I think you'll end up ultimately being happy there. What direction are you going to go in here? I'll still need, at some point, a little more running back power. You have a classically built Sislowski team with three strong running backs. That is very classic you, and I have a classic geek team with – Sketchy running back um, depth, which is how I like to do it. I'm going, and I'm getting a little crazy. Don't call me loco. 
Michael Mayer. Yeah. Yeah. Tight My end. Round one. Tight end. Historic. My uh, pits level. You know, epic. Uh, well, Mike, Michael Mayer is Michael Mayer is the best tight end prospect in this draft. There's no question about it. Out of Notre Dame, I would say he's more Pat Fryermuth than he is uh, Kyle Pitts, but he he's he's going to be a do it all guy. I think that he could be Dallas Goddard. You know, he's not going to be T.J. Hawkinson. He's a little bit more well built than that, but he's going in the first round. And I'm shocked because you always are anti first round tight no. end. You. These guys were going in like round two, uh, you know, of rookie startup. We're we're now in round nine, where I, I'm choosing exactly between Darren Waller and 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 a young mayor. I'll take the young guy because there are still three or four tight ends that are very comfortable going into the season with that I'll pick up later. So I took I, this is where I got a little crazy, take a risk. But I don't think it's a bad pick on the board. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Oh, you know, I should have told the people listening on the audio version that we're going to put a link in the podcast description of the of the draft board so you could see it. And we'll also put a link for the video inside there. So if you want to watch this instead of listening to it or follow along, you could do that as well. All right. I'm, I'm not against the Michael Mayer pick at all. So I, I don't know if you thought I was going to crush you for that one, but absolutely not. Uh, you're back on the coming out for my usual disdain for rookie tight ends, which I've had uh for many many years but um you know I, I just think it's late enough that it's a fine pick like here well look who went right after right uh mike williams okay i like him well zach um, evans the rookie running back uh, zach evans well, goes mike williams james cook deontay johnson dalton schulton uh kashan boutte at lsu another another possible first round rookie wide receiver i don't think james cook ever becomes somebody who you're comfortable as your RB1 or even like your full-time starting RB2 on your team. Yeah, no, I, if I was going running back there, I certainly would be considering like A.J. Dillon, Isaiah Pacheco, even Brian Robinson, uh, Montgomery, even though he is a uh, unrestricted free agent, I, I still like, he'll, he'll end up somewhere, you know? So, but yeah, the running back starts to dry up pretty good after that, so. Oh, I'm, on the, I'm on the clock again. Oh, here we yeah. go. And by the well, way, this is why maybe you could have passed on tight end. Although I do like the pick. I'm not panning the pick because a couple of the guys we like and Joku Ingram, you know, Dulcich, Darren Waller, who could be a good value. They're all still there. And who would you have taken? But it doesn't matter. It looks like you weren't going to take any of the guys that went anyway. No, I, I, I'm, I, I think those guys will still be there in another round. So, yeah. and, and then you could even go down the list a little bit and there's some names floating around like Chigo Conquo, for example. Yeah. And maybe even Kate Otten that's floating around that. So there's, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm always comfortable without having an elite tight end. I don't care. All right. Um, Next few rounds, we're going to go lightning round. We'll just talk yeah, about let's, your... let's hammer it out quick. So my team currently um, probably lacks a little bit of a running back depth. So I think I'm going to go here with Isaiah Pacheco. I think he's yeah. done enough. And, you know, Jarek McKinnon is old. So, um, you know, he's 31. McKinnon and Pacheco might get... An increased role on his team. I, I like Dylan. The, the computer just took Dylan, who was uh, also a consideration. Yeah, but I think it's more important to, you know, I like your Pacheco pick. I think he comes into the next year as the starter. There's no question there. But the next three picks, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, and Josh Downs, the rookie wide receiver out of North Carolina. Uh, so we all know Keenan Allen and Mike Evans are going to be the best values and wide receivers. So if you do want to hit the other positions, you could still come back with those guys in like round, you know, seven and eight and still get them both. There's so some Josh Allen will be cut. 
Uh, I mean, he'll be somewhere. He'll be on the New England Patriots then with Mac Jones. It'll be fine. You know, I mean, it's Keenan Allen's not going to be jobless and he's going to be a priority. You know, he's going to be a good player in 2023. Right, Josh Downs. This was a player out of North Carolina that all of the, uh, the rookie experts that we've had on the Rotorwire podcast are just, their mind is blown with Josh Downs that he not only, not only produced highly with Sam Howell two years ago, that they brought in a rookie quarterback to North Carolina, and he still had high-end production. And he looks like uh, basically could sneak into the first round of the real NFL draft. He might be one of those early, you know, more like a top 50 pick. But Josh Downs is a name to monitor. If you're picking 10, 11, 12 in your rookie draft, and we all know there's always a guy that gets picked, a wide receiver at 10, 11, 12 in your rookie draft that ends up being like, oh my God, I wish I would have gotten this guy at five. So Downs is that guy to keep an eye on this year, Geek, okay? I love it. I love I love the insights on these rookie players that that you're coming up with. I, I wish I could have come in here and been like, I'm grabbing all these rookies because I've studied yeah, them. But this never- is this is the, you know, we I mean, we're still in February. The Super Bowl hasn't even happened yet. Or sorry, at the time of this recording, yeah. and for those of you listening to this after the Super Bowl, we had to record this before just to get um, get this mock draft out because uh, I'll be on vacation. So you're hearing this now; it is recorded before, so we don't wait, want to deceive wait, the audience. There. Vacation? Yes, I'm going to Mexico. Oh, nice! By the time you hear this uh, on the podcast, I'll have already been back. Oh, so <laughs> nice! <laughs> All right. Uh, we were talking about, oh yeah, but this is your first pass at it. And this is how we do it every year. This is how you get familiar. What better way to learn about rookies than doing a mock draft with somebody who's been working with them for a few weeks. And I was in your spot three weeks ago when I was talking to some of the other experts that have been in this since like the summer. So that's how these things work. And then, you know, in another two weeks, three weeks when the combine happens, you'll be, You'll be well ahead of this. Uh, you know, when you're hearing all these names, you'll already be ahead of it. All right, let's we're going to move along. Let's say a listener is watching this, right? And they're, or they're watching, they're listening. And they're like, you know, this, this seems really cool, but I, I never find dynasty leagues, you know, in, in early, you know, to get into, right? I, I've never drafted one in, you know, pre-NFL draft or anything like that. Where could they go if you're just a regular person, right? And you're like, hey, I'd love to. I'd like to get into a league. I don't want to put a million dollars on it, but I like Dynasty. I want to draft some teams. Some like real how do you teams. actually get into a money league? Get into one without like being friends with a mohawk D- from D- that invites DM DM the geek. DM me. We'll get you in a league. It's no problem. Don't DM me. No one DM DM me at Alan Soslowski on Twitter. I'll get you into a league. We'll get you into a we Dynasty startups are popping off all the time. Don't DM me. All right. I'm going wide receiver here. Uh, Rashad Bateman seems like the obvious play here. You know, just got injured last year, was off to a pretty good start. So I'll, I'll just take Bateman there. You can never have enough wide receivers. We'll stack action with uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Gabe Davis goes off the board. There's, there's uh, Tyler Algier. Okay. Yeah, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. <laughs> oh, there go the tight ends, Komet and Njoku. Yeah, so now I'm just going to take Evan Ingram. The front I, lines are falling. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, you're up. Sam Mayer. Michael Mayer, he better he, he better do it. Yep, the mayor. Isn't it interesting that Darren Waller's still there? What happened? Yeah, there? I mean, he could be who knows. I mean, he's he's sucked for two years already, right? Yeah. All right, you're up. So Zeke and David Montgomery, Sean Tucker, the rookie running back out of Syracuse. Uh, and uh, let's see. And you're up now. So yeah, you, I'm you taking took- a look here real quick, and and I, I do need another wide receiver. Um the the 
the uh, veteran talent on the board is unsexy. So I'm just going to go with the next ranked rookie here in Zay Flowers. Oh, that's a good pick right there. So Zay Flowers, I'll give you a little Zay Flowers information. So Zay Flowers, everyone critiqued him for not going to the Senior Bowl because that's, quote, the better competition. He went to the Shrine Bowl. But upon digging a little deeper, Geek, what uh, our friend John Loud pointed out to me is that he he was invited to the Shrine Bowl, accepted the invite, and then the Senior Bowl did call him and said, hey, what are you doing over there? Come on over. He goes, no, I already committed. I'm staying here. And then, obviously, at Boston College, man, which is a, a low, you know, it's not a top program, he just crushed with production. I mean, he was he did everything right. Zay Flowers is going to be that Christian Watson, that what we thought Sky Moore was going to be in the second round, maybe even with T. Higgins. He doesn't have that same profile as T. Higgins, but he is going to be one of the guys that gets drafted in round two. There's round one buzz on him that you end up taking in round one of your rookie draft. Zay Flowers, if you have like if you won your championship last year and you have pick 12, you're going to be very happy to get Zay Flowers in your rookie draft. All of the pundits love him. He did everything along the way. And, you know, the only thing he didn't have was that big powerhouse school. So great pick with Zay Flowers. Yeah. So this is the time to acquire some backup quarterback action. And, you know, I've got two. You need a third guy. And, man, is this a tough choice. Uh, Brock Purdy is hanging around, right? And it's so dangerous. Um, Matthew Stafford, back issues. Horrible this past season. Aaron Rodgers, end of the rope. Derek Carr doesn't have a job, but will get one. And Jordan Love is hanging out. Yeah, that's that's my guy. Aaron Rodgers is there. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to choose. This is a really tough choice here, but I know I need a third quarterback. On the board, man, I want to go with that upside of Purdy so bad, but he might just not play at all. Um, I think you got to go safe with the QB3, but man, this one feels gross. I wish I could do it a little different, but I'm going to take Matt Stafford. Yeah, that's a good pick. It, you're bu- you know you're buying off a you're buying low. I mean Matt Stafford was what QB nine last year, and now he's QB twenty. Whatever, it's. It's a great pick, Geek. Might have still been there in a few more rounds. Not really sure. But if you had that choice, like Brock Purdy, how how do you feel about Brock Purdy here? Like, are you, is it worth the shot in round 11 that he gets the job? Well, put it this way I have the same, I need a third quarter. Actually, before, you know what? Here's the cliffhanger. We're going to take a break right here. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you who my QB3 is that I'm taking. Is it Brock Purdy or is it Aaron Rodgers? And obviously, it's Jordan Love. Or is it Jordan Love? I'm going to let you know right after this word. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, welcome back. Thank you for sticking with us through the break. Right now, I'm going to pick my QB3 in our Rookie Dynasty mock draft. Again, you can see the board if you click on the video, uh, the link in the video description below or the podcast description below. I'm not so sure Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay. I think it's likely he leaves, but I do know that Aaron Rodgers is going to play football. Actually, I don't even know that, but I'm taking me that. I'm taking him either way. Aaron Rodgers is the, is the smart pick there, I believe. He's my third quarterback. Come on. Wouldn't it be funny if he retires between now and when this podcast actually goes live on the air? Yeah, I mean, anything can happen. Anything can happen. But now I'm left with the same thing. Do I take uh, Brock Purdy or, or Jordan Love again? I could, or do I continue to build on some of my other depth? I mean, Michael Thomas sitting there, right? I mean, that's disgusting. Um, Rishi Rice. The uh, rookie wide receiver, I'm looking at him, 6'2", 203 pounds. He's going to probably go a lot sooner than this if he tests really well at the combine. And then, of course, you can never have too many running backs. Antonio Gibson just sitting there for the taking, man. Gross. Yeah. Um, Alexander Madison's going to be a free agent. And then Jamal Williams, I know he's 27 years old, but he led the league in touchdowns, man. It's like, why is that going to change next year? Why would that be any different? Um, all right, let's build on that running back depth. I think this is the point where you take a shot on the younger guy. I, I or hmm, so hard, right? Uh, I'll, I'll take Brock Purdy. What the hell? I now I have four quarterbacks. You know, that's a home run if Purdy, um, you know, if Purdy gets the job. And right here, since you left him for me, yeah. and you might say, Kev, why are you doing this? You have enough quarterback no, and never have enough quarterbacks you can't have enough quarterbacks you can't have enough quarterback talent on your team and uh, what's it called kev the um 
the one thing we always say is that quarterbacks are never cheaper than they are in the startup draft. The minute you, this is the opposite of a brand new car. The minute you, you buy a car at the dealership and you leave the lot, it like decreases in value by, you know, what, five, 10, eight, you know, 15%. The minute you leave the startup draft, your price of your quarterbacks, if they have a starting job, goes up 15, 20%. I like it. Now, you know, this is a mock draft, so it's a little bit cheaty, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it again here because. We talked about at the beginning of this draft the lack of depth at quarterback. In a in a legitimate league, these quarterbacks are always tradable, always. Now, you might not get what you perceive to be full value for one of these guys, but they're always tradable, and I'm doubling down. So my last two picks were Jimmy Garoppolo and Jordan Love. Now, why can I do this late in a draft? Well, I've already filled out all my starting positions anyway. So now we're picking depth players. Right. Am I going to take Jamal Williams, who's a nice depth running back, but you could generally get him in season for a second round pick. Um, no problem. Or am I going to take a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, who when he's the starter, even if he's not doing well and he will be a starter next year, I'm getting a first and something for him uh, in a trade. Same thing with Jordan Love. I assume that Aaron Rodgers will leave that team this year. And Jordan Love is going to be a starting quarterback on a team that immediately makes him worth a future first-round pick, or a quality player, position player. This is the Sislowski philosophy. I've adopted it. The quarterback is worth the least in the startup draft. If you get a bunch of quarterbacks early, people in your league, if this happened in a legitimately, people in the league will be hounding you on trades for those quarterbacks, and the minimum price is a first-round pick. So give me that because every player that just went, uh, Trey McBride, Devin Singletary, Alec Pierce, uh, maybe and, 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 and uh, Rondell Moore, they will not fetch a first round pick ever. Never. Yep. Great, great call right there. Very, very sharp uh, and sound dynasty advice. Let's each make, uh, I'm going to make two, let's each make two more picks. That'll put us in round 15. I think that's enough. Uh, I'm really worried about my wide receiver depth. I like in this, in this range right here, we're in the 13th, 14th round. The Chicago bears gave up a lot of draft capital to draft chase Claypool. They need to develop that quarterback. So just based on them needing to get that done, I'm going to take Claypool there. And then look, all those wide receivers just rip off the board. Uh, uh, let's see. So after Claypool, Jacoby Myers goes, who I like um, Romeo Dubs. Dubs, questionable player. Um, Brandon Cooks, okay, fine. Um, uh, Harris, Damian Harris from New England. Don't know what his future holds. Jamal Williams. Uh, so it, it's getting ugly in the draft here. I like your pick of um, DJ Shark there, though. Yeah, took DJ Shark. Uh, he's a free agent at time of broadcast here. But, you know, he proved that he, he's closer to that 1,000-yard receiver, seven-touchdown type of player than he is uh, when he got injured that year and then just had a, a, a slow start. So, okay, so I took Shark. You took Alexander Madison. He's a free agent. He could end up somewhere. I like that. And now um, the other the other players that went, John Mechie, we kind of forgot about him being that he had, you know, he was. Uh, Mims, I mean, the players going now are just, you know, turds uh, for all intents and purposes, right? Uh, Denzel Mims and, and you know, Mechie, who has never shown anything. So that that's there. Marvin Mims. The uh, I'd say it just says Mims on there. So, so Marvin Mims is the is a rookie wide receiver. Yeah, rookie wide receiver out of Oklahoma. I haven't done uh, much or any work on him yet, so I don't know. But you know, I'll, I'll trust ADP there that that is that's okay. But yeah, Mim. By the way, Mims is one of the guys I do like this year. Uh, I think that he's a you know he's a sneaky like you know pick up for you know just end of the roster, but not not anything before the twentieth round. So you're on the clock here. You're going to make your last pick, geek, in the fifteenth uh, round. Who's it going to be? Yeah, and now legitimately, if this was again 
this was real. I probably would take Derek Carr here and actually com- just just dominate the quarterback. Take him. Position. Take him. Yeah. Then I'm doing it. You know, yeah. I I don't think this is how it would go, but screw it. Right now, I own quarterbacks. Now, now, now I'm the Don. I'm making an off like camera fields. I'm the Ugh. Don of quarterbacks in this league. I love that man. I, I don't hold the position. I got a monopoly. Yeah, no, I think that's a sound pick right there. I just moved us off the screen so people could see. I might, you know, this is the last round, so I might as well just make my pick. Uh, right here, um, I'm looking possibly. Let's see. There's there's tons of, you know what? Oh, I was just looking at what I need. Like, you know what happens in these leagues when tight end just dries up? You don't have anything, so I'm just going to take like a floor guy here. I could either take Gerald Everett, Zach Ertz, who's a little bit older. But I think Dan Bellinger, man, when he plays, he was just solid. You know, you can you have like a 40, 50 percent. Has, getting has Tyler Higby fallen to the point where you don't even consider him a viable guy? Yeah, I could. I could. And I was also eyeballing uh, Zamir White and Rashad Penny here as well. But yeah, I think Higby's probably the smarter pick. But he's also, what, 30 years old? Yeah, he's 30. Whereas Dan Bellinger's just getting his career started. So I'll take Bellinger there. All right, man. Geek, I'm that's gonna, it. I'm analyze one more player for you here that's available on the board. Mm-hmm. And um, who I'm going to take, or for you here, but I like KJ Osborne here, still floating yep. around. So one value that's still there. I, I don't think that Adam Thielen will be back. That's a good call. With um, yeah, with Vikings. Osborne's been good. He's had like blow up games too. And you know when we start doing our underdog best ball, like he, he's a player that we're going to have to be a little bit more aggressive on to get him there. So for all the reasons I said I like Hawkinson, it's probably KJ Osborne becomes that locked in third guy. He. Uh, you did it again. People love you on the Dynasty podcast. I love you on the Dynasty podcast. Uh, but thanks for doing this mock draft with us. Just remember, you can follow Kevin, the Fantasy Football Geek, at F Football Geek, at DFS Army, and follow the Sharp app, which is he is the uh, the founder, owner, operator of I think is the best gambling app on on the internet. You make it so easy over there. Follow the Sharp app. And and you can follow- advice and tools. Advice and tools. We don't take bets, but we got all right. kinds of tools to help you make sharper betting decisions. Yep. So I'm at Alan Sislowski, and every week we're back uh, on the Rotowire Dynasty Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, we're also, if you uh, like love Dynasty content and have SiriusXM, we have a new show called the Dynasty Hour. Go to at, sorry, not do at the, just go on the SXM app, search the Dynasty Hour, and there's a, an episode featuring you, episode four that, featuring you. That Dynasty Hour alone on SiriusXM is worth the price of the subscription. <laughs> just that. If you Hard. just had that, it was like, oh, yep. I mean, uh, you know, eight, nine bucks a month, worth it. And as always, the Dynasty, Rotowire Dynasty Fantasy Football Podcast is brought to you by our, uh, our sponsors, Underdog. Play Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code RWNFL. Get a free match up to 100 bucks. We'll be back next week with another Dynasty Fantasy Football Podcast. Get in some leagues. DM the geek. DM me. He's <laughs> shaking his head no. We'll, we'll help you out. We'll get you in a league. See you next time, everybody. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 